Sarah Jane Morgan gasped for breath, scanning the crowded pathways. Everyone showed up for the Heritage Festival, which was good for the artists and vendors, but bad for her, especially considering... No, she couldn't voice her concerns, at least not yet. But losing a loved one in this mob would cause anyone to panic. This was why mothers kept their toddlers locked securely in strollers and older children attached to harnesses with straps. But one couldn't exactly fasten a grandmother to a leash, and Sarah Jane, being a grown woman, shouldn't be having a panic attack. She pulled in a shaking breath and forced herself to calm down. She could handle this. Stepping to the side of the paved walkway, she let a woman pushing a double stroller pass, then a man driving a motorized wheelchair. She feigned interest in the open-air tent beside her. A display of corncob dolls. People still made them? Well, this was the Appalachians. There were tourists here from all over the country who expected to find mountain handcrafts for sale. She merged into the crowd and peeked into the next tent, making sure to get a look at the people inside. This one showcased CDs and DVDs by Appalachian musicians, or rather, one particular group. Pretending to shop while scanning the customers, she lifted a case off the rack by the entrance and looked at the picture. Banjos, played by guys in overalls. She put it back. Another booth held pocket knives and hunting, fishing, and utility knives. Grandma wouldn't be here. Mostly men, anyway. She moved on. The tent next to it held screen-printed t-shirts. Panic filled her again. Grandma had wandered further than she expected. How long had she been missing before Sarah Jane realized she'd disappeared? She pushed her way past a few people holding a conversation in the middle of the sidewalk. She caught a glimpse of a uniformed Boy Scout. Weren't they supposed to help people? He disappeared into the throng before she caught up to him. Sarah Jane went on to the next display. Oh, wow. Brightly colored quilts. This was where she would have expected to find Grandma. She loved to quilt and belonged to the Christian women's group at church. But Grandma wasn't with the women ooing and aahing over the quilts. Maybe. A gray-haired woman stood off to the back, head bowed as she studied the stitching. No, she wasn't Grandma. Her hair was a different cut, and she wore a green t-shirt and blue jean skirt. Sarah Jane would come back and check this tent again later, in case Grandma made her way here. The next tent was completely enclosed, the canvas doors tied open with twine. Sarah Jane poked her head in, ready to rush on. The tent was void of people except for two, a man and Grandma. Expelling a breath she hadn't realized she held, Sarah Jane grasped the edge of the tent door and forced herself to look around. Grandma was in here. With brooms? Whoever knew there were so many ways to make a broom? The man behind the table looked as bushy as his wares. His shaggy brown beard hung down to his collar, and a rumpled button-up shirt draped over his blue jeans. His hair was almost as long as his beard, he looked up as she entered. His eyes reminded her of dark chocolate. Grandma stood beside the scruffy-looking man, holding a piece of paper, saying words Sarah Jane couldn't catch due to the sudden rush of blood in her ears. She turned. Oh, there you are, Sarah Jane. I hired Andrew to do some odd jobs around my house since I'm thinking of selling. Doesn't he have the cutest business card? She held out the cardstock. Sarah Jane took it and gave a cursory glance. 
starving artist slash pay-the-bills handyman in bold, colorful print topped the card. Andrew Stevenson, followed by a phone number and a picture of a bright red toolbox. She handed it back to Grandma. Adorable. The adjective didn't apply to the owner of the card. Grandma, don't you think you'd rather hire someone we actually know to do the repairs?